Let's get it. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Cooper? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. Before we get into every X Factor uh, for the NFC teams, I want to real quickly talk about this Trey Lance situation. He got traded over the weekend for a fourth rounder uh, from the Niners to the Cowboys. Coop obviously repping his team today. And our reaction was, I got the notey from my phone. You were on the phone with one of our good Alex, friends, yeah. Alex, and I ran into your room, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then, like, we, we haven't talked since then, so I want to get your reaction on it. And Jerry Jones, he was asked over the weekend, did he consult with Dak Prescott? Did he consult with Mike McCarthy? You know, Jerry doing Jerry things. Yeah. said no to both. He didn't. He just wanted to get the job done. But I think that in itself is interesting. Should he have told them? Should he not? Uh, what was your reaction to the Trey Lance news as a Cowboy fan? Um, obviously, at first, I was kind of shocked because I wasn't anticipating them to trade right. for a quarterback. But sitting back and looking at it, I don't hate it. Honestly, it's fine because the Cowboys going into the entire draft, and you know how much Cowboys stuff I look at, everyone was talking about the fact that they were going to draft a quarterback. They didn't know when, but they wanted to draft a quarterback to develop behind Dak in case of injuries, in case contracts fall through, whatever. But Dak is still their guy. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're telling me in this draft class I get Trey Lance in the fourth round, I'm ecstatic. So that's kind of the way I'm looking at it because I'm sitting there, I'm like, Stetson Bennett went higher than that. So I'm like, would I rather have Stetson Bennett or Trey Lance? And I'm picking Trey Lance ten times out of ten, even mm -hmm. though we haven't seen anything he still has a lot of potential. I mean, this kid's 22, 23 years old. Like, I mean, he's he's got a lot left to prove, and I do believe that a new franchise is probably the best way for him to start. And they already – they immediately after that trade, they literally said the contract extension for Dak is still on the table. Like, they're still – that is still number one try to get done. This is not – he's not even the backup quarterback. Like, yeah, <laughs> I hope yeah. people know that. He is the yeah. third-string quarterback on this team um, Dak, because Cooper Rush is that backup. Dak has missed 17 games in the last three years. I understand the move. Completely get it. And a fourth-rounder isn't cheap, but it's not a lot to give yeah. up either. Um, my problem was a little bit with – like, you don't even, like – send a like a text, text yeah, or say, like hey, anything way, to your yeah. coach or like Dak and everything out of the Cowboys camp all uh, off season has been like this is the best 52 man roster they've ever covered like the chemistry is great Ezekiel Elliott they don't even miss him like yeah. everything's good and now oh two weeks before the season starts he does this yeah. and I don't think Dak's looking over his shoulder at all it's just like he's kind of like okay like hey. Dak ain't thinking about nothing. Did you see? He was the offensive coordinator for that last preseason game. Yeah. It was – I've watched the Cowboys for quite a long time, and obviously you know I'm a nerd for preseason. Mm -hmm. It was top to bottom, probably one of the best offensive outputs I've ever seen the Cowboys put up. Like, mm -hmm. literally, we scored on every single drive except for the ending of the game, Neal, and a missed field goal. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> Will Greer, who obviously with the Trey Lance situation, is not going to make the roster now. But they told him, you're playing the whole game. Go mm -hmm. out there, show – 29 of 35 for, like, 308 yards, four total touchdowns, 50 yards rushing. Like, right. dude, and Dak Prescott called all of the offensive plays. And it was the best I've seen that offense run. I love it. It's just I, that quote after the game where he said, nothing really surprised me with this team. I mean, no. It's just like, I it's get Jerry. it. Uh, it's definitely Jerry. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and, like, you didn't have to say – you could have just said no comment to the yeah. question. Instead of saying like, no, I didn't tell McCarthy yeah. or Dak Prescott. It's just extra typical Jerry Jones. Yeah. Uh, but I can't like, wait for that doc, too. Did you see that, Tim? I, I heard uh, 
Vernon them talking about a ten part documentary on Stephen or Jerry oh, Jones. Oh yeah, that shit would be nice. That's gonna be fun. That is gonna be. I, nice. I don't know what it's gonna. I think it's on Netflix, but mm-hmm. I hope it's better than the Gators one. Yeah, because they were not happy with that one. I just can't wait until like week three. I think you guys open the season with both New York teams. Yeah, it's New York and the Jets. Yeah, so the Giants and the Jets. If somehow, I don't think you're going to go 0-2, but if somehow you start 0-2 against the Jets and Giants. They'll be calling for Trey Lance. <laughs> they'll be calling for Trey Lance. And I just can't wait because you're not going to yeah. call it from here. And also, like you mentioned, like if Dak, Dak's missed a lot of games. Right. We He obviously had the big turnover year last year, which you, you and I both know Dak from even when he was playing at Mississippi State. Dak's really not a turnover guy. No. And Dak's a really smart, intelligent football player, which is the reason I mentioned the offensive – he called the offensive plays. Mm. Dak's really good at reading a defense. Exactly. Like, Dak – there are things that people don't notice with Dak Prescott that I feel like they just rather talk about the negative, mm-hmm. um, which does come with being a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, obviously, they've got to know that going in. But if Dak does get hurt and you're sitting in here and you're like – all right, we'll just tank, mm-hmm. see what Trey Lance is made of. Like, I'm not opposed to that either. So, like, I really don't hate it. it to me, last year, the last two years in the fourth round, you've drafted Nashawn Wright, who I had never even heard of, and you, you know that's hard to do to me. He's not even going to make the roster. And then the last fourth round draft pick is a dude that I also never had heard of, and I don't know if he's going to make the roster. So it's one of those things where, like, looking at the way the draft goes, most of the time you're not going to get a Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard. Which is who we got in the fourth round a few years. But, like, and you're not going to get most rossable players from the fourth round. On the Niners side of things, too, this was the right move to yeah. make. You don't 1,000%. want Brock Purdy. You know, he all of a sudden starts struggling. And Sam Darnold had won that second string thing. Yeah. There's always going to be a section of the fan base that believes that Trey Lance would still be the starter. And I think it's best for their franchise to do what they did. And they got something higher than they thought uh, in return for it. For sure. Um, one basketball note right before we get into the Arizona Cardinals and the NFC X factors is I saw a video of John Morant playing basketball this weekend. I saw a video of John Morant working out. That boy was lifting some weights. Did you see that? Yeah. And his beard is full. Those kind of look nice. Yeah, those of you who don't know, Shot by Nye is his cameraman on Instagram, posts pictures of him all throughout the offseason. He's been wearing T-shirts saying gratitude. Uh, all types of like accountability. We saw this the first time, and then it didn't change anything. But the fact that he's actually been extremely quiet on social media the past month is what we asked for as Grizzlies yeah. fans, so I'm happy that he is doing that. And he looks like he's in fantastic shape. New tats, too. I did see those. Oh, my God. Him, him He was playing with his shirt off. I'm like, geez. Yeah. Make me swing the other way. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> on that note, Arizona Cardinals. That is who we're starting with in the NFC. You and I struggle to find an X Factor because we don't believe this is a real NFL team so I just put down Kyler Murray because of his health when is he going to come back do they even play him or do they just tank for the first uh, number one overall pick which I think is the right thing to do yeah I mean if anybody saw ESPN's first mock draft after the preseason uh, number one overall was Caleb Williams to the Cardinals and number two was Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm. to the Cardinals so they're going to be bad Um, full transparency I put Isaiah Simmons (laughs) <laughs> Isaiah Simmons got traded for a seventh round pick. <laughs> he almost sacked Aaron Rodgers this weekend. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but I, I immediately told you, I was like, I'm switching it to Zayvon Collins because the same thing applies. Can you find your role in the NFL? Because both Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons were both kind of guys that could they play safety? Could they play linebacker? And Zayvon Collins, could he play linebacker? Could he play edge? Like, what? Mm-hmm. what is your role in an NFL roster? You're going to be on one of the absolute worst teams, like potential to go 0 and 17. You got to find your role. Like, right. you got to find something. Make, like, find some good positive in the negative. That's what I'm expecting out of Zayvon Collins. Cause, like you said, this team is going to be in tank mode from Absolutely. week one. I mean, 
They cut Colt McCoy for Josh Dobbs today. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> tough scene. Yeah. Colt McCoy era is over in Arizona. It is all, it Never is thought over. it'd be over. Let's move to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, my X factor for them is Bijan Robinson. They took him in the top ten, pretty high for a running back these days. And my question for him is, can he carry that lack of quarterback play? They have Desmond Ritter. Uh, I believe Taylor Heineke is he their backup yeah. now. It's those two, and I view them on the same level. Desmond Ritter didn't prove much at the end of last season. Bijan's going to have to catch the ball out of the backfield and carry a ton. Kyle Pitts, I almost put him just because I want to see him finally. Is that yours? I'll let you speak on Kyle then. But, yeah, Bijan is mine. So, I went Kyle Pitts. I, this Falcons team is kind of in that same limbo with the Commanders. I really don't know what to expect because they have quarterbacks that I don't really know what to expect. Um, but I went Kyle Pitts, and the reason I went him is because Bichon is going to get such an immense workload from week one. Kyle Pitts has got to be worth the pick that they took him at. You've got to be a quarterback's best friend. You are a mismatch nightmare on literally corners, middle linebackers, safeties. You've got to be able to make it work. Even if Desmond Ritter's not the best quarterback in the world, you're six 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 seven. Mm. Like your catch radius is pretty big. He can't miss you that bad. So like I just think he's got to be able to take some of the pressure and solidify himself as one of those top three tight ends, top five tight ends, like they drafted him to be. Arthur Smith, their head coach, yeah, is, Titans uh, old yeah. offense coordinator. Well, uh, I was just about to say, like fantasy owners of Kyle Pitts the past couple of years know how knows how much they like to run the ball. Hey, I had him. I had they, him. They know how much Arthur likes to run the ball. I had him his rookie year when he was awesome. Fun fact, I didn't even know this, but, like, he was one of only, like, two or three tight ends ever to have 1,000 yards receiving in their rookie year. Like, that's not often a tight end does that, but he hadn't he hadn't had that since. I immediately traded him after his rookie year yeah. in that Arthur dynasty Arthur Smith league. has been running that. All yeah, right. he runs that ball uh-huh. into the ground. Absolutely. Let's go to the Carolina Panthers. And, and I have big names to start off. I mean, Kyler Bijan and now Bryce Young. My thing for him is don't have the Joe Burrow rookie season. I don't want to see you carted off the nah, field because either. that O-line <laughs> – my God, I'm praying for him. Adam Thielen, he has some weapons. I, I do like the coaching staff around him. You have um, uh, Josh McCown, obviously. Uh, God, I'm blanking, yes. Uh, Frank Reich. Frank, Frank Reich. Reich, Josh McCown. Uh, they, ha- they have a great receivers coach and running backs coach. They're going to do it on Good Morning Football this morning. They got Jonathan Mingo, too. Don't they have Hayden Hurst as well? Yeah. All right. They have a nice – they have nice weapons. Um – just no it's fun that you said O-line. I literally wrote whole offensive line, dot, dot, dot. Nice. Um, but the guy I'm really going to talk about is Derek Brown. So you obviously went offense, Bryce Young. I went Derek Brown. They drafted him super high. And this he's had splashes, but it's never been consistent. I'm looking for consistency. I need him to be able to help this defense control the line of scrimmage. Because mm-hmm. both offensively and defensively, this team gets abused at the line of scrimmage. You're not going to win very many football games doing that. Like, offensively, poor Bryce Young is probably going to see the ground more often than he's going to see a completed pass. This defensive line's got to be able to get up front, abuse players. Because I'm going to be honest, this is a wide-open division. This division in particular is wide open. The Saints are probably the favorites for this, but I could see the Panthers or Falcons finding a way to win it. Mm -hmm. So, this defense has got to be better. They have the players to do it. I want to see him take, like, a Jeff Simmons-type leap. That's what I'm expecting out of Derrick Brown. Trivia real quick. Who was the last number one overall pick that was a quarterback to make the playoffs? Oh, Lord. There's only been one in the last 30 years. And I will give Is it you Jared Goff? No, it's not. Was it, he number one? It's uh, – I, I can't remember, but it's – I'll give you the range. 
There's only been one in the last 30 years, but the range is anywhere from 2010 to 2015. Oh, is it RG3? No. Oh, he wasn't one. He wasn't one. Who was one that year? Who was one that year? Oh. He was in our TikTok segment uh, for who had a better prime. It was oh. Cam Newton or... Oh, Cam Newton or... Uh... Oh, God. This is not for the culture at all. I am so disappointed. Oh. He retired. <laughs> Abruptly. Andrew Luck. There you oh go. God! Yes. Yeah. Oh, cut the cut the tape. No, you're good. <laughs> Andrew Luck tape. was the final. Uh, he was the only number That's one so overall pick that was a quarterback to make the playoffs in his rookie season. Yeah. Bryce Young is trying to do the same if he can win that division. I mean, I if you remember correctly, I don't have the pictures right in front of me, but I had that team being a game behind the Saints. Mm-hmm. Like so, I mean, right. obviously I put it close, but dang that. That's tough. Don't I'm a better NFL fan, <laughs> dude. I, I went blank on Frank Reich and Arthur Smith already, so don't worry about it. Golly. Uh Chicago Bears. It's your boy DJ Moore. We saw the yak he's been getting. The Chicago Bears were last in yards after catch yeah. at last season. They're he's bad. gonna change that. Justin Fields had an 85 QBR because he had no one to throw to. That's obviously gonna change. So DJ Moore is definitely their X factor. All right, you mentioned the yards after catch yak for short. Um, we're going to go to college football for a second, if, if you're cool with that. Okay. So, do you remember how week one of the preseason, everybody, I, including myself, was going absolutely crazy over this Bears team? Justin Fields, three for three, like 140 yards passing and two touchdowns or whatever. Trojans won. And everybody, oh, I'm getting to them. And everybody was like, he threw screen passes. That's not that impressive. That's not that impressive. Well, I love how people like to switch ships when Caleb Williams throws like seven screen passes that go for 80 yards. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, give him the Heisman now. Like the only play that I was like, give him the Heisman worthy was that off the back leg, like Hail Mary pass. To be fair, did I? I, I you did it, but yeah, I'm just putting yeah. it out there. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like yeah, same right. conversation, like two screen passes that went to the house. I, the entire highlight reel of Caleb Williams was that one off the back leg, like sixty yard pass, which was wildly impressive. And then the rest were all the, the rest were all these like quick screens that just went for forty yards. I was like, what? I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna go down Justin Fields' throat saying all oh, their screen passes, yeah. and then Caleb Williams just give them the Heisman. Like I just love the disparity between those. I I, I want to say this. Thank you for taking my brutal USC banter this weekend. We didn't see each other at all, but I definitely sent you three to four pieces oh, of USC it. content, and thank you for taking that because I went back and I didn't watch a second of the game because who the hell watches yeah, Pac-12 watch Network? I um, <laughs> but I went back and watched. I was like, wow, it was actually close between USC and San Jose State. You yeah. and I said USC team's not nearly as good as they were last year, and they still don't have a defense. Jordan Addison's gone. They had some receivers though. They their, do. Their they do. I just. Caleb Williams, it's so hard to win a back-to-back. Heisman. If Johnny Manziel can't do it, I don't yeah. – Johnny Manziel – Bryce Young can do yeah, it. Shoot, Bryce, Bryce Young's one of like the exactly. pure pro mindset. Trevor Lawrence hadn't been able to yeah. do it. Like, it. There's been some great names that just haven't been able to do it, and he's going to be one of them. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that because obviously I know you love USC. But to my Bears X Factor, I'm going the other guy, the big name they got, Tremaine Edmonds. This defense was absolutely garbage. They traded Roquan Smith, and when they were basically going to that – Pure fire, so it looked like, and then they obviously got the number one pick, traded back, all that stuff. The rest is the rest is history. Can he do what he did with the Bills? I mean, this guy was four out of the five years as the captain of that defense, like the middleman of that defense. He was leading their team in tackles, and that Bills defense was typically praised about as one of the top like fifteen defenses in the NFL at least. So, can he change a defense that's Really not been great outside of some really good corners and safety and Eddie Jackson. Can he take over and allow that defense to maybe 
get get some legs underneath it and maybe be top 20. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have to be great. I yeah. think this offense is going to score. This defense just has to be passable. So, that's what I'm looking at for him. He could be the anchor of defense. We've seen it. So, I want to see him do it with the Bears. Uh, let's move into your team, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I mean? actually did because I, I made these X-Factors like a week ago. Uh, I, I You know Deuce Vaughn's on the thumbnail. He actually is my X-Factor. I didn't put a reason <laughs> underneath him, so I'm going to try to, like, remember my thinking from a week ago. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, the conversation you and I have had so many times, a veteran running back. Is he going to make the 53-man roster, do you know? Oh, I'm well, good. Yeah, I think he's, he's played he's well enough. He's going to be running back two or running back three. Yeah, if he's running back two, I think he can be a game – changer because if Tony Pollard for whatever reason gets hurt again I want to see Deuce Vaughn catching the ball in the backfield yeah. I, I would love to see screen passes with him hiding behind those big offensive linemen would be nice oh, I love watching Deuce Vaughn he'll definitely make the roster because in that final preseason game he didn't even play so good. basically good. if you don't play in the final preseason game that's a good sign that you're most likely already beautiful pretty safe um I went I did two names here you know I like to cheat um I got two on my next one so I did the two trades Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore I Cowboys were seriously lacking wide receiver, that vertical threat. You know better than anybody because you and I had this conversation when we did our Dynasty League draft all those years ago. You were like, Brandon Cooks consistently gets 1,000 yards. Dude, he's like, a fantasy guy. And it doesn't matter who's the, who's his quarterback. Yeah. If we're being honest, who would you rather take, Davis Mills or Dak Prescott? Yeah. Who would you rather take, Jared Goff or Dak Prescott? Not not Lions Jared Goff, but Rams Jared Goff. You taking Dak Prescott – I can't wait to see the vertical threat that he brings to this team because Michael Gallup obviously struggled a little bit to get his feedback under him, so I love that trade. And then Stephon Gilmore. The biggest hole in the Cowboys' defense was that second corner because whether, whether injuries or just garbage youth play, like we needed a second guy next to Trevon Diggs. That, and Stephon Gilmore is such a good fit. That defense is really scary now. How do you feel about like the mid-level linebackers, run stoppers? Do you have – do you, do you feel confident against the run? Because, like, passing-wise, I feel like, I mean, you got both sides covered. You have one of the, if not the best, pass rusher in yeah. the league. How do you feel about run stopping, though? So Because you're going to have to stop Saquon Barkley. Yeah. You know Philly, they love that read option. Yeah. Um, and I'll get to the read option as well. I, I had some fun with the read option over the weekend. I, I did see that video. <laughs> um, yes and no. I think Leighton Vander Esch had such a good season last year that I think people would just like write him off as like that guy that couldn't keep up with anybody. But he had a really quiet, quietly really good all, uh, season last year. So I'm, I'm, he doesn't scare me. But the rookie that we had, Demarvian Overshone, was looking so good, and then he tore his ACL. I forgot we talked and about so that. Yep. The depth does scare me a little bit, but we play the way Dan Quinn does his defense. We play so many nickel and dime packages that typically we have four safeties on the field. So mm-hmm. technically, it might just be like a Leighton Vander Esch and then two safeties playing that linebacker role. So in that sense, I'm not too scared. But the defensive line, I think, is as deep as it's ever been for like in my recollection. Like I, I like our defensive depth. Um, Mozzie Smith where he's looked bad, the run stoppings looked really, really good. I mean, he's taken on two blocks and still creating disruption. So, in that sense, I am a little worried just because depth-wise on middle linebacker does scare me. But I think we have enough pieces elsewhere to, like, make up for it, if that makes sense. So, I I, I do believe run will still be semi an issue because you were counting on that. You were counting on DeMario and Overshone to make a lot of plays for you this year. Like, he he was going to be your versatile chess piece, um, and sadly you lost him. So, honestly, if the Isaiah Simmons trade had happened like a week later because DeMario and Overshone got hurt immediately after that trade went down, I could have seen the Cowboys making a move to get you Isaiah have, Simmons. You still have the perfect DC. To, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have 
the best DC in the league. I think. I'm shocked we kept him. He's the same here. I'm uh, shocked. Staying on the defensive end, uh, the Lions had two new additions, and last year we know no we got the same one finally. I swear, if we have two having two people the same is crazy. I love. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see. Thirty-second ranked defense, the fourth best offense. They were amazing offensively. Could not stop a cold though. And they picked up C.J. Garner Johnson fresh off of his Super Bowl appearance. And then they drafted Jeff, Jack Campbell. We have one of the two. Okay, good. I, I, counted, I counted Jack Campbell as a new one. Yeah, yeah, uh, But anyways, I think he can help uh, stop a lot. Because he's, he's a linebacker yeah. out of Iowa State, Iowa, correct? Iowa. Iowa, Iowa, excuse me. Iowa. Um, but, yeah, C.J. Garner Johnson's definitely going to help out on the back end because that's where they had the problems. So – I went the rookies. I went both Jack Campbell and Brian Branch. I'll start with Jack Campbell. Their linebackers were Alex Anzalone, if you remember that dude, the dude with the long blonde hair. And I don't even remember who the other people were. They needed linebacker. He was my number one ranked linebacker, but I did not have him going first round, like top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely want to see if he's worth that gamble. But I do think he'll be really solid in the middle of their defense. Um, and then I went Brian Branch. Because Chauncey Gardner-Johnson got banged up, and so I was like, Brian Branch is probably going to immediately have to jump in. And they got him with exceptional value in the draft out of Alabama, and we see how often Alabama DBs hit. So I'm really excited to see if that – what he plans out. I just have this – there's this one shot um, in Neyland Stadium of <laughs> Branch gambling on a ball that Hinton Hooker threw to Jalen Hyatt, and Tennessee was down by seven to Alabama. And then 75-yard play later, Jalen Hyatt uh, just runs right past Branch. And Branch <laughs> folds on his helmet, and obviously Hyatt's running in the end zone. That's just my only memory of him. Is that, is that your only memory? Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. Your only memory? Also, I did have a fun conversation at lunch today. Uh, we, me and Manny were talking about, I was like, imagine if Joe Milton and Jalen Hyatt had a year together. Like, uh, imagine how many 80-yard so nice. touchdown oh passes He had a – did you see his preseason touchdown the other day? Dude. Did you watch his plays against uh, Sauce? Oh, dude, yeah. He made Sauce look like a fool. Yeah, Sauce bro. should have gotten called for a couple penalties. Yeah. And they also, for the, here's a fun, this is how my brain works when I watch football. They never let him guard him one-on-one. Mm-hmm. There was always a safety over top. They never, like when Jalen Hyatt went out wide and it was on Sauce, they did not trust Sauce enough to keep up. And so they put a safety out on top, too. So, like, that's Jalen Hyatt's already making that impact, and he's in a rookie. And he's in the perfect circumstance. I mean, this was a kid that didn't even get offered by South Carolina, Cooper. Yeah. He was from SC, did not get offered by his own state, and then fell that deep in the draft when I think if Hennon Hooker was healthy, he would have been in the high school. I had him way higher. Yeah. I had Jalen Hyatt way higher in my exactly. draft. And, of course, he falls to the freaking Giants. But, but yeah. I'm going to have to watch. Like, it's, it's gonna be like can Victor DJ Cruz. get him the ball? Yeah. I don't know. It's, we'll it, oh, we're, we're going to get there. We'll get there. Let's talk about the Green Bay Packers. It's Jordan Love. My God, what a preseason this dude has had. That connection, again, over the weekend to Christian Watson. Um, The best thing that the Packers have done is kept this offensive line put together. David Bottiari, Jordan Love is going to have time to get it to his playmakers. I'm a believer in Christian Watson. Romeo Dobbs, we'll see. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be Jay Love. Um, I love that. He he looked incredible, and I always go back with him to that game where he came up in mop duty, basically, because Aaron Rodgers got hurt, left the game. They were losing on a Monday night to the Eagles anyways. But he came in and literally led the team down there two drives in a row. I was like, mm-hmm. what? And then, of course, I was sitting there. I'm like, I can't wait till next week. We're going to be talking, is it time to move on from Aaron Rodgers? Then, of course, 
now we really are on yeah, the exactly. moved on from Aaron Rodgers. So I, I can't wait to see what Jordan Love looks like. But I went to the defensive side. I went Kenny Clark. This team's just not good at stopping the run. And Kenny Clark costs way too much money to not be like for that to be the case. So I'm just looking at him to take over and be the anchor of this D line. Um, Cause they have a guy in Devontae Wyatt, I think is how you say his name. They tried the Zadarius Smith thing. Yeah, and, like, they've gotten players, and they just can't stop the run. And, like, you draft a guy out of Georgia, Wyatt, he needs to be able to grow and learn from somebody who's showing him how to do the things. And I need to see Kenny Clark do that, both as a mentor and as an anchor of defensive Mm -hmm. line. I agree with you there. We're right smack in the middle of this NFC. I'm going to take a break and go to story time here, oh, Cooper. Thank I didn't you. You're get, giving me time to do something. I didn't get to see you much this weekend, and it started Saturday with um, our, our good friend Martavius brought his PS5 over in his newly bought Madden 24. Those of you that follow me on Instagram got to see the beautiful uh, video of Martavius talking shit and then instant karma right back at him. But I just wanted to thank you. All those times you whipped my ass in NCAA football 14 by running a read option over and over and over again. Triple options, too. Don't forget them. You have the Cowboys sweatshirt on, and I thought you'd be proud that I rolled with the Philadelphia Eagles okay. against them. I mean, yeah, that checks out. They were on the read option. Exactly. I just ran it. And he was the Buffalo Bills. So um, it started off by – I was beating him by, like, 25 on one of these, but we realized I was on pro and he was on all Madden. I was like, oh, we got to even playing. Yeah. So I eventually came back, and it was neck and neck. And the video that was on my story, it was a read option, but I handed it to DeAndre Swift because I'd been pulling it with Jalen Hurts all day. DeAndre Swift, like, broke three tackles and then housed it, and I was super happy about it. And then Alex and I were texting. Alex is a good friend of ours. He just – had to take this big time exam. I hadn't seen him in like five to six weeks and we're going to meet up later. And I, I called him cause I just wanted to play man, the nurse and I'm like, Hey bro, um, I'm not going to be able to make it out. He was at uh young Ave. I'm not going to be able to make it out. And, uh, he, he called, he called back. He was like, you know what? Cause he had texted me. He's tired. So that's why I called him. I was like, I, I won't come over then. And he called me. He's like, you know what? I'm kind of on the fence about going out. I said, okay. Kind of on the fence, too. And then we talk each other into going out. We end up going downtown. Uh, some girl that he went to med school with ended up buying us drinks, which was good. And then his brother texts us. Oh, no. That's uh, where the story goes. Yeah. His, his brother texts us. And his brother's friend is has a VIP section at Rayford's upstairs. <laughs> and that's where everything took a turn for the worst. Anyways, it started off with Madden. I just wanted to thank you for teaching me how to run the read option. I got you. Now I'll teach you RPOs. It's time. Okay, yeah. I, I'm afraid. I'm still afraid to run RPOs. Well, it, they're better on this Madden. Okay. I won't lie. They are better. The, they've definitely, yes, the game's still copy-paste, copy, copy paste basically, but they've done a lot of, like, interior like AI work that I enjoy and the and the RPOs work a little bit better this time you don't get an immediate like five all five of your offensive linemen seven yards deep to where it just comes back Mm because that's that was the most annoying thing about last time unless you were doing like the quick slant you couldn't do an RPO because your offensive line would just start running Mm -hmm. and I'm like so they'd get ineligible in downfield and so I would do that every time I'm like all right it ain't worth it Mm -hmm. so I'll teach you RPOs now it's time please do they're hard though. I won't. I won't lie. I still. I still mess them up all the time. Dude, I. I would definitely be scared to mess them up. I remember a couple of years back how broken running was in that yeah. game. They've. I feel like they've this. 
the passing's harder, but the run isn't as overpowered. So I feel like it's a nice balance Same. this time. But I've only played a few. I'm like an old school guy because like I throw so many picks. So I'm like I'm not gonna leave it up to chance. I'm just gonna run the shit out of the ball. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it doesn't. That's work. That's Alex's method. Yeah. I, I pass. Oh, I know you pass. You're I pass a read option. That's how Martavius was. Is it Terrell Edmonds that New Eagles safety they picked up? Uh, that yeah, from the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. He that's had, Tremaine's brother. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Terrell had freaking three picks for me. I was so happy, dude. <laughs> he he took one. He took a two point conversion back for the like. Oh, minute. for the extra yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> it, was, it was nice. The score was so weird, but anyways, all right, back into it. Let's get into the L. A. Rams. I have Cam Akers for this one. They ranked twenty seventh in both rushing yards and yards per carry last season. So back of the league in both those stats. Give me Cam Akers. Hopefully, he can get back healthy. Give me Cam Akers for all the reasons you just said. There's no more Daryl Henderson. He was complaining last year that he wasn't the lead back, and they were like, okay, fine. You don't have to play. And Daryl Henderson went on and did his thing for a little bit, and then Cam Akers obviously came back. Um, down the stretch um, – oh, I don't even have the numbers. My bad. Down the stretch, fantasy-wise, he was literally a top-five running back for the last, like, seven weeks. So, mm-hmm. Cam Akers, can he build on that impressive last season? So, there's our first one. First same one. Let's do it. Halfway through it. Um, let's go to the Minnesota Vikings. I have two for them, and it's okay. the two replacements for the former vets. Oh. The guys that are replacing Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook in Alexander Madison and Jordan Addison. I want to see what they can do. Alexander Madison, um, he was a fantasy god every time Dalvin Cook went down, and Dalvin Cook went down a lot. <laughs> so Alexander Madison is him. Jordan Addison, all the reports out of camp is how good he's been. So. I drafted him. I, I, bet, I bet. I think he's going to be an upgrade from Adam Thielen. I really do. I do too. Um, and when you have Justin Jefferson on the other side, how hard is it, you know? I, I said, I don't remember when it was, but you and I were sitting there and we were saying week one preseason takeaways, and I said Jordan Addison will lead all rookie receivers in receptions <laughs> and yards. Just because I do believe an underrated skill in the league is how you can get open. Thanks. and. Every time, like, he only ran, like, seven routes, but all seven routes, he had eight yards of separation. I was like, dude, I know these are bad goals, but, like, if you're getting eight yards of separation, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. And so, I didn't put him. I did put Alexander Madison, though. So, back-to-back, same ones. Love all it. the reasons you said. You got rid of Dalvin Cook because you believe in this guy. He's got to go out there and show it. That's Absolutely. literally as simple as that. And he's done it in mop-up duty, but can he do it as a full 17-game slate? Mm-hmm. We were talking about the Panthers earlier and who it will take that division. Them are the Saints. My Saints X Factor is the man that has had 609 receiving yards in the last three years no combined, way, three and that is Michael Thomas. Me and Cooper are on the same page today. A whole lot different from the AFC, but MT, yeah. it's it's time, bro. No, I, I literally wrote health in all caps with like a gazillion exclamation marks because 600 this, yards in three years is oh, crazy. Oh, I have the full stats. Um, he that's a third, literally. It it it's literally a third. Of the one season. Mm-hmm. So, in three years, he's had a third of the amount total mm-hmm. than he did just in one season. Like, health is such a main thing for this team, whether it be him, whether it be quarterbacks, whether it be their offensive line. Like, this defense has been so good and so underrated for the past, like, five or six years, it feels like. But the offense just can't keep up mm-hmm. because everybody gets injured. But Chris Olave had such a good season last year. You go out and get Derek Carr, who's obviously an upgrade from Andy Dalton. Massive upgrade from Andy Dalton. He needs to be that number two. I stand eight. by that. He's an ass QB. Derek Carr? No, uh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Do you remember that TikTok? Yes. I'll be posting that later, by the way. He's an ass in year, tw- like, 20. 
They were making playoffs in those years. Because of A.J. Green. No, because Des Bryant is such a better receiver. Than <laughs> I won't even hear none of this. Like, no, I won't hear none of this. Oh, all right, going to the Giants. The man we were just talking about, bro, X-Factor for New York, is Jalen Hyatt. I do have okay. worries as a, as a former Tennessee volunteer. I mean, they needed a home run threat. Yes, can DJ get him the ball? But more than that, I worry because they can't really develop wide receivers very well. You look at Kadarius Toney and what he's doing now for the Chiefs. Uh, Wandale Robinson's another name they weren't able to develop. So uh, And keep going. Sterling Shepard's really been the same guy the facts. entire career. Darius Slayton had those – like he has three games every year where everybody's like, Right, he freaky and then nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. and you get Kenny Galladay and absolutely tank his career. <laughs> Literally, like, I mean, there's so many things. Um, I also went offensive <sighs> weapon too. What just happened? I'm freaking out. Sorry. Oh, you're further down the road. You know how I was telling you about Terrell Edmonds and Madden? Literally a week ago, I put Terrell Edmonds as my freaking uh, Eagles. Yeah, as That's my funny. X factor. Um, I also went offensive side. I went Darren Waller. You do not sign a quarterback to a max deal. A four-year max deal if you don't go – like, they're getting him weapons. This is a guy that, man, when Derek Carr would get his head out of his ass and throw him the ball, they would win games. Like, this guy is elite. Like, I mean, he's a freako athlete, and he's so – like, he's what Kyle Pitts should be. Like, right. they're one and the same, really. But I wonder where he's going in fantasy drafts this year. Oh, he's, he's kind of being slept on. He's going as, like, the seven or eighth tight end, but I – I'm so happy Brian Dayball got him. Brian Dayball's not Josh McDaniel. Or is uh, that, isn't that the dude's name for the Raiders? Yeah, yeah, speaking of the Raiders, I saw something this morning that Alex Leatherwood, former Raiders. No, that, the Bears cut him. I know, former Raiders first-round pick yeah. cut a couple but, years yeah. later. Pretty sure John Gruden made that draft pick. Though. Yeah. Because when he got drafted that high, I remember um, Mel Kuyper's like, yeah, I didn't have him going in the first round. They drafted him, and then they drafted – the dude that already got kicked off their team for, like, substance abuse yeah. at corner in the same year. Because everybody was like, that's a fifth-round corner that just went in the first <laughs> <Yeah>. round. <laughs> and Alex Man. Leatherwood, Mel Kuyper, was like, I love his size, but, like, bro cannot move. Yeah, and he's literally, slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were some questionable picks by the Raiders for yeah. a couple years in a row. Darren Waller wasn't one of them, though. Jer- but Waller shout out to the Giants. I do think Dayball is going to – man, Dayball is going to have that dude a for freak. Sure. For sure. Uh, moving to the former NFC champs, Terrell Edmonds is my X factor for the Eagles. Um, they do have, I mean, we've talked about C.J. Garner Johnson. He's gone. Marcus Epps is gone. Ed- Edmonds was a 75-game starter in Pittsburgh. Big shoes to fill, especially with the first-ranked defense against the pass last year. I don't know if they can be that again this year, but, man, with that pass rush, who knows? They might be. My word, that defense is filthy. Yeah. Um I actually went offensive side, and I kind of – this is kind of an either-or situation. I went Swift slash – DeAndre Swift slash Kenneth Gainwell. There's no more Miles Sanders. They made the trade for DeAndre Swift, got him at a – in my opinion, a super cheap deal because DeAndre Swift is really good when he plays. Who's starting for them in Madden? It was some other running back. Oh, it's Rashad Penny. Yeah, Rashad Penny. And That's I don't believe in him. Sorry, I'm gonna laugh when he has. Like bad, I didn't believe him. I'm, I'm gonna laugh when he has two thousand yeah. yards this year. But there's no more Miles Sanders. This team is run first. Like there is no doubt about it. Yes, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard are awesome. Jalen Hurts is awesome. They have so many but weapons. they will run the ball down your throat first. They're gonna do that to set up their play, uh, their play action and their passing game. Can DeAndre Swift stay healthy? I'll throw Rashad Penny in it now. Can he stay healthy? Can Kenneth Can Kenneth Gainwell 
be a number one back. I'm interested to see how their dynamic works in that running back room this year. I think Gainwell can be a game breaker, just like Calvin Austin has the potential yeah. to be in Pittsburgh. I mean, let's be honest. If we're being 1,000%, the Eagles have no hole on this team. Like, there's no mm. gaps in this team. Running back was the only option I had. Exactly. I was sitting there, I'm like, oh, dude, for this sure. team. Absolutely. I'm like, God, I have to play them twice. <laughs> for sure. And the fact that they had to replace literally both safeties and we're like, yeah, yeah. it'll be fine. I mean, they lost <laughs> Javon Hargrave, who had like his uh, career year, and then they're like, oh, Jalen Carter? Okay, yeah, cool. Exactly. I'm like, bro, F off. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally. Chill. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Niners team that made the trade over the weekend. It's Brock Purdy. I saw a video of <clears> – go ahead. No, my X Factor is just so dumb on this one. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and put it <laughs> I saw a video of George Kittle at training camp. This was right when camp started. And the reporter asked him, like, is there one thing that you just want to happen this season that hasn't happened for you guys in the past? And he goes, yeah. And the one thing is I want the same quarterback the entire all 17 year. Games? <laughs> yeah, all, I want That's one funny. quarterback all 17 games. This is when Trey Lance was on the roster. He was like, I don't care if it's Trey. I don't care if it's Brock. I just want the same guy. And that is my X factor for them. Can Brock Purdy stay healthy and play the entire season? Go ahead. Jack, this is also a team that I look at and I'm like, there is no gap on this team. Like, this team, top to bottom, is just elite. Coaching staff-wise, is elite too. People aren't killing that McCaffrey trade anymore. Let me say uh, it. No, McCaffrey's People laughed at me. I posted a TikTok right after they did that saying that this makes them a Super Bowl contender. Oh, running backs don't make teams Super Bowl I'm like, bro, you just watched yeah. it. I know they if, didn't make it. Dude, if they didn't, if they were on their fifth-string quarterback, they would have. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. People forget in that Eagles game, Brock Purdy was literally playing with a torn elbow. Uh, exactly. He couldn't throw. Right. And I was like, please just put McCaffrey at quarterback. Yeah. Just let you him and run I both okay. love that trade. Yeah, yeah, I love that trade. I have no qualms about it. The only thing, obviously, was injury, and he hasn't gotten injured. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get injured when that offensive line is as elite it is. Yeah. With that being said. By the way, that's my concern about Trey Lance. You have Trent Williams, McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, yeah, Brennan I right Yeah. That's true. No, it's fair. I I don't know what to expect. That's why I'm I, I have no there's expectations no pressure. for it. There's exactly. No I have no expectations, no pressure. You look at Zach Wilson now, I literally told you having the ability to not be forced immediately into it and being able to sit behind Dak Prescott, who has a ton of IQ as he just displayed being the play caller, I think that'll give him the ability to grow, learn. Because he doesn't have that many games under his belt. If you even go back to his college, he does not have very many games under his belt. He needed time to sit, and they were like, oh, we drafted him. We traded so much for this. Like, we have to play you immediately. And then they were like, oh, we're going to go back to Jimmy Grout. Like, there was just too much disconnect there. So, I think he'll be all right eventually. And, I mean, if he never pans out, he never pans out. Cowboys gave up a fourth-round pick. I don't care. Um, With that being said, the 49ers didn't really have much draft capital this year, Jack. Um, Talk to me. One of the pieces they lost on their team was uh, their kicker, Robbie Gould. Um, he, he's been a longtime kicker for them, consistent, won them lots of games. I swear to God, if you name an effing kicker. Jake Moody was drafted in the third round with you their very literally first pick. just picked him because of his name. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the dude from Michigan. Um, they drafted a kicker in the third round. Forgot, Did you know that? I forgot about their that. Own, their first pick in the NFL draft this year was a kicker. In the third round, he has already been bad. And I'm going to say this, nine times out of ten in the playoffs, kicking in special teams will lose you a game. It will always lose you a game. We look at the Bears where they had the double-doink situation a few years ago. Like, special teams will lose you more playoff games than it will win you. But drafting a dude with a third-round pick on a team that seamlessly has no gaps – 
that's scary, especially for a team with Super Bowl aspirations. He's going to have to make clutch kicks. And if you go back and look, I'll just name the kickers off Dome that have been drafted very high. Roberto Aguayo. How long did he last in the league? Not long. He'd been gone for as long as he was drafted. Um, the dude, Cade York, for the Browns, he's been very inconsistent, how high and low. Blankenship, he's got a good career, though. He's not even on a team. <laughs> like, that's my my point is you don't draft kickers. <laughs> kickers are like, no offense to them, you, you rarely find a Justin Tucker. You rarely find a Justin Tucker. Yeah. So, like, on a team that virtually has no holes, this is this is the team up, the guy I picked. To miss a pick like that, it's karma for having a seventh rounder like the Brock Purdy thing. Exactly. That's, just, that's how I felt with Trey Lance. I'm like, everyone's like talking about what a shit pick it was. I'm like, they nailed a seventh round pick. That's the that's what it evens out. You can f up the third third it, overall pick. When you and I were doing that draft special where Alex was with us, I literally said verbatim, "The draft is a crapshoot. Yeah. You can get lucky at number one and draft a Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow." Or you can draft a Rex Grossman or the dude, uh, Jamarcus Russell. It's literally just a crapshoot. Like, it's just, can you develop? It's honestly their situation more than anything else. Like, Mm -hmm. he was a seventh-round pick, virtually no pressure. Everybody gets injured. He gets a chance to play. Talking about the double doing, it feels so far removed from Nick Foles' Bears situation. No, it feels so far removed from the Nick Foles' Philly special. Like, that was literally literally five or six years ago now. That is crazy. Maybe more than that. Three more teams. Seattle Seahawks. Um, it is their corner, Devin Witherspoon. Is it Devin or it's Deve- Devin. Devin? All right, that's what I thought. All right. I think it's Devin. Uh, their defense ranked 26th overall and 25th in points allowed. And we know how great Geno Smith in the offense was. The defense has to step up, and I think Devin can help that out. I agree. Not with the player, but I agree with all of that. I wrote Bobby Wagner. He's coming back. It's healthy, baby. Um, they needed – serious, serious help on that defense. Like, Tariq Woolen is awesome. Devin Witherspoon, I think, is going to be awesome. Um, they have players. They could not stop a cold last year, and that offense only got better. You bring in Zach Charbonnet in the second round. You bring in Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round. You re-sign Geno Smith. That offense is going to be better. This defense has to match. And I think Bobby Wagner getting that guy that has been the captain, the voice, the face of this team for a really long time, a guy that was there when they were in the Super Bowls, bringing him back with a team that is filled with youth now. For sure. I love that. And I think he's going to be a guy that can be a vocal and a mentor to a lot of these guys. Absolutely. Now let's get into my favorite one of them all. Give me a the second. The Bucks. It's going to be – he's got to go change his pants. Give me a second. I already know I, who I tuck it in the ways fan here. I picked the same player, but um, I already knew who you were going to pick. I was watching the preseason over the weekend and just the beautiful passing God. ability from this former number one overall pick. The Chris Godwin connection has already shown that it's in midseason form, quite frankly. My X factor for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the future face of that franchise. <laughs> oh, God. The, the follow- I mean, would you want Tom Brady to hand it off to anywhere else? Anyone else besides Baker Mayfield? Yes, Baker a lot Mayfield of people. <laughs> a lot is of people. that X factor. Um I don't know, man. I, I, I had this same inkling about Baker and Carolina. I didn't think it'd work out, but now like I'm just more confident in Tampa Bay. I don't know why, if I just like seeing his face still, the fire I see in him in the preseason after he scores a touchdown. But you Baker keep a straight face. <laughs> like you're not keeping a straight face. <laughs> but Baker face. is this X factor. I don't know. He still has weapons. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, offensive line, we'll see. Um defense, one. we'll see. Um, I am happy that Titans got Sean Murphy bunting, um, but I don't. We'll see. I too had Baker Mayfield. 
Um, They're in a terrible division. Baker can start all year, hopefully. This team's really old. Kyle Trask like, can go to hell. <laughs> this roster's this roster's old, and Baker's sadly having to step into the shoes of Tom Brady. Um, so that obviously I is tough. Think he can fill them? He's not going to fill them. <laughs> Those shoes are like clown shoes. Like you need a boat to fit in that. Uh, um, he just needs to recreate some of that Baker magic from when they went to the Browns. Like in all seriousness, he's just got to. He's he's capable. I don't I don't think Baker's not capable. I mean, the very first game in the Rams uniform, he led him on this crazy game winning drive. Like he's capable of being a quarterback in this league. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, the running games iffy. Mm-hmm. Can can you help this team? Like I mean, the defense I think is going to be with it, but can you help this team? Um, I do believe this is a make or break year for Baker Mayfield. I think this is his last chance, um, and. ESPN doesn't seem to think he's going to do it because they have them drafting Drake May fourth overall. So we'll see. I have this team being relatively uh, similar range. I think Baker's more talented than Drake May, but that's just oh me. sweet baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's all jokes here. But by the way, I, I have been that's great. I have been thinking about Christmas here in August, and <laughs> there's just a myriad of gifts I want to get you. First, obviously, being a Baker Mayfield Buccaneers jersey after they win the division. Um, I don't care if they win the division. That's uh, just the freedom for the Cowboys. It's um, a freedom. But after I get you the Buccaneers Baker Mayfield jersey, it's going to be a big ass picture of Lincoln Riley and his USC colors to hang on your wall. And then to follow I that won't up, hang them. and then to follow that up, I am going to get a tapestry, probably the size of this John ja Morant tapestry right here, just of Caleb Williams. And all the great plays he's made for USC. So all Merry Christmas. I spoiled the surprises, but that's all the what I'm screen do. passes and RPO five yard routes. <laughs> all those. I love how you play along with all this shit. Can you give me shit about the Utah Jazz all the time? Oh, I, I, I just can't wait till Tennessee. Like Joe Milton throws like seven picks in a game, and dude. You are like. I'm going. To, I'm going back home to watch the game with Tom because it's 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday. Virginia yeah, Nissan Stadium with Nissan Stadium in Nashville. It's a 28 point spread. God. Virginia is supposed to be finished last in the ACC. So if we don't handle business and Joe Milton is overthrowing people by 20 yards, him and I are gonna be screaming. <laughs> Already, man. That Monday pod after this week is gonna uh, be elite. It is gonna be something. The final team, Washington Commanders. I'm st- sticking at quarterback Sam Howell. How does he look in that Eric Bieniemy? Uh, offense. Jahan Dotson's a name I keep hearing about having a breakout season, um, kind of elevating to Garrett Wilson level. He didn't get a lot of <clears throat> touches and reps that Garrett got last last year, but he's in a great receiver class, and hopefully he can elevate his name. We all know how great Terry McLaurin is. Yeah, so somehow, Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy's been tough uh, this training camp, but hopefully it pays off. Well, I wrote in parentheses, if Jack says Sam Howell, go somebody different. Um, but just to <laughs> build on Sam Howell, um, his preseason was impressive. I don't know if you saw all the stats. For sure. 75.68%, so we'll round up. 76% on a lot of passes, actually. 265 yards, three touchdowns, zero turnovers. Airbnb, I mean, he's getting that chance to be the only play caller, and, I mean, it's it's looking nice. Um, mm-hmm. And they have players. I mean, Jahan Dotson, the reason he didn't get as much gap last year, obviously Taylor Heineke was there for a little bit, and then they had some <laughs> kind of the revolving door of quarterbacks. Um, but he was also banged up a lot last year. But um, I always see this stat with Terry McLaurin. Like, he he's such an underrated receiver because half of his balls were uncatchable, and he called most of them. Like, it's just – that's just such a way, crazy stat to me. I don't know how people, like, come up with that. But um, 
I, I said I'm going to say Chase Young if you say Sam Howell. So I'll talk on Chase Young for a second. This D line is lethal. I mean, Jonathan Allen, I'm blanking on the other dude that's next to him, but they're both Alabama boys. Crazy good D tackles. I'm not going to talk about Montez Sweat. Is he still there? I thought he was. Oh, then he might be the opposite side. Actually, he may. No, he's still there. He's still there. Okay. He's still there. But the reason I'm saying Chase Young, he was injured. He had that rookie of the year year where, man, everybody was like, oh, my gosh. These Ohio State boys just keep coming. Chase Young's played for three teams. He's played for the Redskins. He's played for the football team. <laughs> and the Commanders. And the Commanders. Wow, that's crazy. Only a rookie contract playing for Our three teams. Our podcast is going to get canceled. I yeah, can't it really is. I just, just for saying that. the Redskins. Well, <laughs> um, I just want to see Chase Young kind of bounce back. Like, I can't blame you for being injured, but just come back and be that same guy. Because Chase Young, man, I remember watching him at Ohio State. Like, he was – practically unblockable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to see him get back to that dominance because I do believe that this team, their their wins and losses are going to start at the defensive side because sure. that defense, they've built the defense. They obviously drafted your boy Emmanuel Forbes in the first round, Slenderman. Um, that defense Have is going to you... be, yes, I've seen. Oh, I've seen. I know where you're going with this. No, he couldn't tackle. He was too small. He's been a dog. I'm telling you, bro. Like He was so good. He was, he's what held stage defense together for the past. Oh, yeah. Like, leading the SEC in interceptions, but he's not afraid to tackle. I know he's tiny, but he's not afraid to tackle. Yeah. No, and I'm telling you, that team, above all else, yes, they get Eric enemy. Yes, they have all these offensive weapons with Gibson, Robinson, McLaurin, um, and Jahan Dotson. They're built defensively. Like, same, go back to the Panthers. I was telling you, they got abused offensive line, defensive line. This team abuses you on that defensive line, and that's where – Every game is going to start for them is in the trenches. Mm-hmm. I agree. That wraps it up for X-Factors of the NFC. Um, we'll be right back here Friday at 5.30. Banged out a Monday pod. This is the first week back on two pods. Excited. Going to keep having YouTube shorts and TikToks out every single day. Y'all have a great, great week. And next time we talk, we'll be